Welcome to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Now get ready for another episode of Strange Things with Joshua P. Warren. The thoughts and opinions expressed by the host are thoughts and opinions only and do not necessarily reflect those of iHeartMedia, iHeartRadio, Coast to Coast AM, employees of Premier Networks or their sponsors and associates. You are encouraged to do the proper amount of research yourself, depending on the subject matter and your needs. be bringing you brand new mind-blowing content, news, exercises, and weird experiments you can do at home, and a lot more on this edition of the show, Three Minute Monk Secret, plus Chakras. Now that's a pretty catchy opening, huh? Sounds like an infomercial. Three Minute Monk Secret, and yet it's true And you are about to learn the three-minute monk secret in this show for free. And even if you already know the gist of this, you're going to learn some new stuff that will make it even more effective and powerful for you. Let's start with the human brain. Your brain produces a great deal of electricity, perhaps as much as 10 watts, they say. So you actually could take a relatively small number of brains and wire them together and power a light bulb. So don't take for granted the amount of energy that's being produced by that thing between your ears. And the energy that's coming from the brain, the electricity is pulsing. And let me give you an example of how we measure these pulses. Let's say you have a flashlight in your hand. It's a battery-powered flashlight. The bulb is turned on, and you just see a steady light. And that means it's not pulsing, so it is basically at what we call zero hertz. Now, if I start turning that light on and off really fast. Let's say I'm able to turn it on and off three times per second. Now we say, oh, we have a three hertz pulse. So when we talk about hertz, what we're talking about is the number of times per second that something pulses. And that means also that if you were standing next to an oscilloscope that was measuring hertz and you just held that light in front of it, and it wasn't turning on or off, you just get a, a flat line. But when you you start flicking the light on and off, if you do it three times per second, well, guess what? Now you're going to see three squiggles per second on that oscilloscope. So just remember, if this is not something that you're used to thinking about, that when we talk about hertz, what we're talking about is the number of pulsations per second, the vibrations there, right? So now electricity that comes from your wall outlet it's oscillating and it pulsates 
for most people, about 60 times per second. So that means the current coming from your house is pulsing at 60 hertz. So when we start measuring how the brain is pulsing, we find that the brain kind of divides into four basic states of pulsation. And right now, as you're listening to me, right, you're probably pulsing, your brain's probably pulsing somewhere between 15 and 40 times per second. So 15 to 40 hertz. That is the most active state. We call that the beta state. So when you're engaged in conversation, when you're reacting quickly, or, you know, you, you, you're basically in a very alert, normal state of mind, you are in the beta state. Now, if you take a break, perhaps you go to the restroom and you're kind of reflecting by yourself. Well, then that can lower a little bit, 9 to 14 hertz, and it lowers into what we call the alpha state. Now, if you get bored with this show, that could also happen. You might lower a little bit into the alpha state. But if you go a little lower than that, Something really interesting happens because when somebody is in meditation or deep focused thought, say working on a math problem, well, then the brain usually drops down into five to eight hertz. And that's what we call the theta state. Now, this is a very special state. We're going to get back to that in a minute. But the lowest frequency is one and a half to four hertz. That's called delta, and we usually only go into that when we're sleeping. So again, your highest level of activity is beta, and then it drops down a little bit into alpha, and then below that is this magical area called theta, and then below that is delta. So monks, uh, seers, those who are entering psychic states like remote viewers and precognitives, they are usually in a theta state when they are able to tap into whatever mindset they're trying to achieve. This has been known for thousands of years. People didn't know exactly maybe how to explain it the way I just have. Uh, but for example, the adepts of the great philosopher, mystic and mathematician Pythagoras knew this, and they would use methods to help them meditate and lower themselves into that theta phase to see visions uh, 2,500 years ago, okay? Nowadays, athletes in the zone, yeah, let's say you're trying to, you're playing basketball and you got to make that shot, they get into this coveted theta state. It's very difficult, however, for most people to just sort of enter that theta state whenever they want to. And in fact, monks, they often go off to monasteries and isolate themselves and spend years learning how to quickly achieve this theta state. And and it almost makes you think like, wow, I guess if I could just master the ability of getting into the theta state, well, maybe all kinds of opportunities would open up for me. All kinds of boundaries would be removed. Well, I have some good news for you. This is where the three-minute monk secret comes in. Because there is a very simple way that you can force your brain to go into that theta state, whether it wants to or not, within about three minutes, or even less for the average person. And this is generally known as the Gonsfeld technique. 
And before I tell you more about this, you've probably seen pictures of people using the Gonsfeld technique. They basically look like they're lounging back and they have something like ping pong balls over their eyes. And in many cases, that's exactly what they're doing. They take a ping pong ball and they actually cut it in half. So they don't have the whole ping pong ball over each eye. They take one ping pong ball, they cut it in half, and they put half over one eye and half over the other. And the interesting thing is, when you do this, and you're you're lying there on your back, and you have these two miniature domes over your eyes, and your eyes are open, and you're staring, even though these are miniature domes, because they're right over your eye, well, they, they look like you're in some kind of planetarium or something it's just you know you can't really gauge how how big the space is because the brain it's constantly looking for edges and lines in order to sort of you know to sort of snap onto like we do with ai and photography to figure out well this is where the face is in the picture your brain is always trying to find edges and contrast to snap onto to measure perspective and distance and all that and when you don't give the brain any visual sensory input that after about three minutes, it just becomes tired. It it becomes exhausted looking into this infinite scape. And that is the point at which it just automatically transitions into the theta brain state. Uh, Now this Gonsfeld effect was originally introduced into experimental psychology due to the experiments of a German psychologist named Wolfgang Metzger. Uh, he was born in 1899, and he was studying the perception of what he called the homogenous visual field. And Gonsfeld is a German term that simply means entire field. Okay, so you can understand with what I just told you why this applies. It looks like your entire field of vision is being taken up. So in the early 1970s, a scientist named Charles Honorton had been investigating ESP and dreams at the Maimonides Medical Center and began using the Gonsfeld technique to achieve a state of sensory deprivation in which he hypothesized that ESP or psi could work. He believed that by reducing the ordinary sensory input, psi conductive states may be enhanced and psi mediated information more easily transmitted. This was uh, published in full, uh, let's see, in the Journal of the American Society for Psychical Research in 1974, and the Gonsfeld has remained a mainstay of parapsychological research. So, once the brain determines there's nothing to distract the eyes, it automatically shifts into this state. And it's better than using just absolute darkness because you still have light coming through. So your optic nerve is still being stimulated and it produces this profound sense of peace and stress reduction. But it also opens your third eye. Now, when we come back from this break, I'm going to tell you how I improved upon this and how I use it with something I'm going to teach you. It's called my 30-second meditation. And this may be one of the most valuable ways you can improve your life every day using some of the things we've learned from parapsychology. It's fascinating, and there are so many applications. 
before we hit this break, I want to tell you, I got an email from a guy and uh, he was freaking out a little bit. I recently sent a link out through my e-newsletter telling everybody about an ESP experiment you can participate in that has a lot of great rewards, potential rewards for the participants. And he, he read his email like a week after he got it and he wrote me and he said, don't tell me I missed out on this. And I said, yeah, I'm sorry you did. Maybe next time. When you get my e-newsletter, read it immediately. Go to joshuapwarren.com. Takes two seconds. Sign up for my free e-newsletter there and add my email address to your contacts to make sure it doesn't go into your spam. JoshuaPWarren.com. That's my name. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'll teach you the 30-second meditation right after this. Stay right there. There's more Joshua P. Warren coming right up. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. People don't always realize just how much their negative thoughts and experiences stick with them and weigh them down. You may find your brain constantly running through a highlight reel of bad moments. That comment your friend made last week that hurt your feelings. That frustrating thing your mom does. Or that silly thing you said in a meeting. Maybe it's time to get it all off your chest. Whether it's a tiny annoyance or something much bigger, talking about it can give you some relief and lead you to a potential solution. That's where therapy comes in. It's a safe space to share whatever's weighing you down and learn to process it so your internal highlight reel can focus on the good stuff. And BetterHelp offers affordable online therapy on a schedule that works for you. Connect with a licensed therapist by text, phone, or video call. Start the process in minutes and switch therapist anytime. Let it out with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash strange things today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp. H-E-L-P dot com slash strange things. Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi guys, Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. In the recent history of documentary filmmaking, one scene stands out above all. The hot mic bathroom confession of Robert Durst in The Jinx. Now the person responsible for that moment, Sereb Kaufman, stepson of the victim, friend of the murderer, star of the documentary, for the first time ever, shares why he believes you're watching the furthest thing from the truth on this exclusive episode of Murder Homes. Listen to Murder Homes on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Did you know that tests that could save your life from cancer are now available for little or no cost thanks to the health care law called the Affordable Care Act? Let this be the year you get screening tests that can detect cancer early when it's most treatable. Don't let concerns get in the way. Talk to a doctor or other medical professional to learn more about the best cancer testing options for you. You're listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Check out all our shows on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you find your favorite shows. And now back to Joshua P. Warren and Strange Things. Paranormal Podcast Network. I'm your host, the Wizard of Weird, beaming into your wormhole brain from my studio in Sin City, Las Vegas, Nevada, where every day is golden and every night is silver. And when I first started experimenting with the Gonsfeld effect, um, I got a ping pong ball. And I cut it in half, which is not that easy to do because it kind of shatters and gets these jagged edges. And then when you put each half of the ping pong ball on, like over your eyes, these jagged edges are uncomfortable and perhaps even a little bit dangerous. Furthermore, they obviously put some kind of gas or I don't know what they do. There's some kind of chemical they must put inside of ping pong balls. That is, it's, it almost has a menthol-like aspect, and it kind of burns your eyes. So I was really disappointed, you know, when I would cut open a ping pong ball and do this because I, I just couldn't get into it because it was uncomfortable and it kind of burned my eyes. And so I, I even soaked them in water, and that would help a little bit. But uh, I became so frustrated that I decided... I wanted to go out and actually talk to a manufacturer and have the perfect little domes made that were comfortable, that were made for this purpose, to put over the eyes. And that's what I did. And so I went out and had these little, just, I'm, t- I'm telling you, they're perfect. They're the right size. They're the right shape. They're the right thickness, the right material. They're very comfy. They're meant to safely go over your eyes to enter this state of state. And I called them Tibetan emos uh, because I realized, of course, the Tibetans, you know, they use a lot of stuff that's similar to this. They use these semi-circular designs and shapes. They use parabolic things. I mean, look at some of their bowls, for example, they use to create that type of meditation experience. Um, and so emo stands for instant meditation orb. So I created the Tibetan emos, the Tibetan instant meditation orbs, and I put them for sale on my website 
in my curiosity shop. That's where you can find them right now. And people started buying them and telling me about all these amazing experiences. And let me just tell you what I feel like when I put these over my eyes. So after, I mean, you, you kind of lose a sense of time very quickly. But I, for me, within less than three minutes, I'm laying there and I'm just looking straight out and I had a white light. I usually use a white light overhead. I feel like I'm floating. That's the first thing that happens. Every bit of sort of pain and stress in my body is gone. It's almost like I've astrally risen above my body and I'm just kind of floating there. And my mind is always racing. And so the, the, the first thing that I loved about it was it was like those thoughts just melted away. And I was in a state of, of absolute just peace and comfort. And that was the first thing I experienced. As time went on, I realized that that's one of the big things about these putting these over your eyes. I mean, if you do this uh, before you're going to do anything that's stressful within three minutes, it's like, boom, you're it's like hitting the reset button and refreshing yourself, especially if you're in a stressful job. Uh, and it doesn't matter or you're preparing to do something, you know, like you got to go and maybe you're a professional driver and it's going to be uh, stressful or you get you're going to go into an office that's very stressful or you're a speaker of some kind or you, even if you're like a, a professional gambler or an athlete or somebody who has to, you know, sort of participate in very active things. Just take three minutes first and put these over your eyes. And see how much better you perform. So that's number one. The second thing is, if you have a mission, like you're doing an experiment and you want to receive psychic information, telepathic information, I think you'll be amazed how much more astounding your results will be. And that's why, honestly, a lot of times before I go and if, if I'm going to like play a roulette wheel or, or shoot craps or something like that, and I want to guess numbers, I'll do this first. And even though, you know, white light is great because it just gives you that sort of heavenly view, um, you can experiment with different colored lights as well and, and see about, you know, the colors changing the way that you feel and react. And I'm going to get more into that in a second when I, when I tell you about some of my experiments with chakras. But I will tell you that I did an experiment years ago. Uh, my, my museum was in the basement of the Asheville Masonic Temple, and I did a workshop there uh, for a small group of people. And uh, essentially, we did a lot of psychic experiments, including trying to create topas. And I had the participants use the Tibetan emos on their eyes before they went in to create topas and then detect topas. And it was unbelievable some of the success that we had. So it really, really, really does make a difference. And that is the best three minute monk secret that I can give you. Now, regardless of what you do or do not put over your eyes, I told you I have a 30 second meditation. Now to me, I used to think, okay, meditation sounds boring, right? Who wants to hear about meditation? And if you've ever tried it and it hasn't been presented to you properly, you're probably just like, that's not for me. I can't do that. But it's interesting that throughout history, all the great thinkers and ascended masters, they all really have at least one thing in common. They all sang the praises of meditation. So, okay, is there something we're missing? Is there something more exciting about this? Well, you're busy. I'm busy. Let me tell you 
the key to a 30-second meditation. For one thing, if you look up the definition, meditation is a practice where an individual uses a technique such as mindfulness or focusing the mind on a particular object, thought, or activity to train attention and awareness and achieve a mentally clear and emotionally calm and stable state. Okay, that's what the definition is. So the simplest way for you to enter an altered state of calm and peace is to use what I do, the 30-second meditation. And the 30-second meditation is great because if all you have is 30 seconds, that can do a world of, of wonder for you. If you do the 30 seconds, if you do this every day for 30 seconds, at any moment in your day that you think of it, uh, it will improve your day. But if you really get with it and you're like, oh, this feels good. Well, you don't have to stop at 30 seconds. You can go longer if you want to, but do, but give it at least 30 seconds. My God, you can do 30 seconds of anything, right? So um, here is the idea for how you in general, whether you're using the Tibetan emos or not, can help get your, your mind in a place where you are able to let some stress melt away and start improving the way you feel. Before I tell you about this very simple meditation, and I know there are lots of different techniques out there, and, I, and they, I'm sure they're all wonderful in their own ways, but I made a little investment recently, one of the best things I've ever purchased. I bought a fountain, a little bubbling fountain to put in the corner of my living room, and I spent almost $200 on this fountain, and again, it was one of the best investments I've made. My whole house is a calmer place now. And, you know, I found on Amazon, you can buy some pretty cool fountains for as low as like 15 bucks. So that's something that you might want to think about. It doesn't hurt to have a little bubbling water in the background. But you, you also, of course, if you don't want to get a fountain, you, you have apps that you can get that will give you these bubbling water sounds or white noise. Or how about even some nice music? Hear this music that's coming in right now? This is harp music that was composed by a lady who is a great fan of this show. She lives in Ireland. Her name is Ursula Burns, and she composed this music for us. And this is one of the best pieces of soothing, meditative music I've ever heard. She gave me permission to say, Josh, you can play this and tell everybody to use it and do whatever they want to make themselves feel better. And, um, it's, it's, I love this. Sometimes I just sit down and listen to it. the whole piece. It's called mind over matter. It's 10 minutes long. If you actually want to hear this in, in its entirety, it's easy to listen to it or download it for free. Um, of course, for three years before this show, I produced a podcast called Joshua P. Warren Daily. And if you just do a search for Joshua P. Warren Daily, uh, find the April 1st, 2020 show. And uh, that is actually just her clip. I said, here's a bonus for you. And you can listen to her whole 10 minute music, uh, download it, and then you can use this for your meditation as well. Okay, so here's what you're going to do. It's very, very simple, all right? 30 seconds each day. You close your eyes. You don't have to close your eyes, by the way, but I like to. And make sure you are in a comfortable position, a comfortable position. You, you can be laying down. 
You could be standing up. You could, but most people are just like sitting down, chilling out. And then you want to breathe in very deeply and then breathe out. And then as you listen and you just chill out, every time you breathe in, you want to count one. And when you breathe out, you count two. And you breathe in and you count three. And you breathe out and you count four. When we come back, I'm going to tell you more about what happens when you do this. What's happening to your brain? Because there's this thing called neuroplasticity. And then I'm going to tell you about something that I created here in my own laboratory that I've been experimenting with regarding chakras. It's pretty cool. (laughs) I'm Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. And I will be right back. Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. In the recent history of documentary filmmaking, one scene stands out above all. The hot mic bathroom confession of Robert Durst in the Jinx. Now the person responsible for that moment, Sereb Kaufman, stepson of the victim, friend of the murderer, star of the documentary, for the first time ever, shares why he believes you're watching the furthest thing from the truth on this exclusive episode of Murder Homes. Listen to Murder Homes on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A. I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, A military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, 
start having sex and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey folks, producer Tom here reminding you to make sure and check out our official Coast to Coast AM YouTube channel. For many of us, YouTube is our go-to place for audio-visual media, and we here at Coast to Coast are happy to share free hour-long excerpts of Coast to Coast AM with you, our loyal fans and new listeners. Our YouTube channel offers many different Coast to Coast AM hour-long pieces of audio on numerous topics, including ufology, extraterrestrials, conspiracies, strange creatures, prophecies, and much, much more. There's even a section that includes our most popular uploads, such as many of the David Pilates shows on people disappearing appearing in national parks to visit or subscribe just go to youtube and type in coast to coast am official or you can simply go to the coast to coast am.com website and click on the youtube icon at the top it's the official coast to coast am youtube channel you're gonna love this just get on over to coast to coast am.com and start your free listening now The Internet is an extraordinary resource that links our children to a world of information, experiences, and ideas. It can also expose them to risk. Teach your children the basic safety rules of the virtual world. Our children are everything. Do everything for them. Coast to Coast AM mobile app is here and waiting for you right now. With the app, you can hear classic shows from the past seven years, listen to the current live show, and get access to the Art Bell Vault where you can listen to uninterrupted audio. So head on over to the coasttocoastam.com website. We have a handy video guide to help you get the most out of your mobile app usage. All the info is waiting for you now at coasttocoastam.com. That's coasttocoastam.com. Thanks for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Make sure and check out all our shows on the iHeartRadio app or by going to iHeartRadio.com. iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I'm your host, Joshua P. Warren, and this is the show where the unusual becomes usual. You know, when you have a little water bubbling somewhere nearby, they say that's great for your feng shui scene. Do you know what feng shui is? It's it's Chinese geomancy. It's the ancient art of producing harmony in the environment by balancing earth and water, essentially. And uh, and and what you do is you have to say, okay, what am I missing in this environment? Do I need some water here? Like I'm in the desert, I need some water. But what if you live by the ocean? 
Well, or a big lake. Well, maybe you need something to a big rock or a statue to represent a mountain. And there are all these little things that you can do to create a sense of energetic harmony in your environment. A fountain is a wonderful, just a little fountain placed wherever you can place it. Uh, I mean, there are certain rules on where you, you should place it. But anyway, you can meditate using the 30 second meditation. You can do it by yourself. Or you can do it with other people. It's just important that everybody does it together if other people are there. You breathe, you close your eyes, you get comfy, you breathe in and count one, out and count two, in and count three, out and count four. And you do this till you reach the number 30. And you don't say this out loud. You can, but you're better off if you just mentally think the number. And if you make it to 30, and you like the way things are going, start over at one. Don't go past 30. Start over at one and go through till 30 again. And I'm telling you, guys, if you haven't done this, you just wait and see how how much more, how much more you're going to enjoy the way your whole day goes. And even if when you're doing this, you you have thoughts popping into your head, that's okay. You acknowledge that and then just be like, okay, and then just let it go. Let it go. Let it go. And the, the value of this is what scientists tell us is due to neuroplasticity. Listen to this. Neuroplasticity is the ability of neural networks in the brain to change through growth and reorganization. These changes range from individual neuron pathways making new connections to systematic adjustments like cortical remapping. Examples of neuroplasticity include circuit and network changes that result from learning a new ability, environmental influences, practice, and psychological stress. Neuroplasticity was once thought by neuroscientists to manifest only during childhood, but research in the latter half of the 20th century showed that many aspects of the brain can be altered or are plastic even through adulthood. That is important for you to remember. It never stops. It never stops changing. When you do this every day, you start physically changing the way your brain works and you will make your brain healthier. You will exercise your brain in a way that is, I call it exercise, but what you're really doing is you're like brushing out some of the debris. It's similar to what you're doing with a Pono Pono. You're relaxing it a little bit. You're getting rid of some of the, some of the gunk, some of the garbage, you know, you're defragging it a little bit. And especially, you know, these days we get so dependent upon like modern medicine. If, if you're having, if you're getting dependent on, you know, drugs, whether they're legal or not, or alcohol, or, you know, you, you, you're smoking too many cigarettes or whatever it is, just, you know, what do you have to lose by incorporating this 30 second meditation and seeing if it starts changing your desire? And, and helping you to fill some of that need that you might be feeling with less healthy, you know, things. Give it a shot. So these are two simple things I've told you about so far in this show. One is how to force your brain, like it or not, into the coveted theta brain state using the Gonsfeld technique. 
And, uh, and again, you can get a ping pong ball. You'll see what I'm telling you though, or I suggest you get my Tibetan emos. Second thing is use this 30 second meditation. If you're more advanced, however, and you really want to experiment on a grander level, well, this is something that I, I really enjoy talking about because different parts of the body have a different frequency. Uh, so just like brain waves, each part of your body is responsive to different frequencies. And that means that your heart has one frequency and your brain has one frequency and your solar plexus has one frequency. And this is exemplified according to ancient traditions by what are known as chakras. The chakra is the idea that we can visualize these seven basic points on the body that are distinguished by having their own separate frequency range. And the more in tune they all are working together, the better your body will be. It's like if you have a guitar, if one of the strings is out of tune and you strum all of them, even though all the other ones may be fine, that one out of tune string makes the whole thing sound crappy. So you really need every string to be in tune. And so that's why you're trying to get each one of your chakras in tune. Uh, chakra, if you look up the definition of that, it's Sanskrit. It says, uh, they are various focal points used in a variety of ancient meditation practices. Uh, the concept is found in the early traditions of Hinduism. Beliefs differ between the Indian religions, with many Buddhist texts consistently mentioning five chakras, while Hindu sources offer six or seven. But anyway, it's, it's the same, you know, concept. They are meditative visualizations using mantras to affect physical entities within the body. So, for example, research, uh, researchers say like your overall resonant frequency of a, of a normal human body is about 1.4 hertz. That's everything combined. But specifically, you have things within that that can be vibrating at a different rate. So like uh, the head and the neck have uh, two different frequencies of their own, which is 1.3 for the head or actually... Um, now, I think it's 3.28 hertz for the head and uh, 1.4 for the neck. Uh, the heart is around 2 hertz. Is, so, look, regardless of how we break down all these frequencies scientifically, thousands of years of trial and error and experimentation and insight going back to ancient times confirm that these people we considered enlightened, experienced, you know, humans have always been aware of the fact that various parts of the body need to synchronize with certain frequencies, which goes back to what you've heard me say regarding sympathetic resonance, the idea that two things resonate within a certain range and suddenly an almost magical harmonic is achieved. That's how we get music. That's the difference between noise and music. And one of the ways to help your body get in tune, aside from just, you know, proper diet and all that stuff, is by using different gemstones and crystals and minerals. Now, I know that like crystal power seems, oh God, that's a bunch of hooey. But listen, uh, crystals are transducers. They take an electromagnetic frequency and they turn it into a vibration. Or they take a vibration and they turn it into an electromagnetic frequency. 
Uh, you Have you ever heard of a crystal radio receiver or a crystal set? It's a simple radio receiver. It was very popular in the early days of radio. And it only uses the power of the received signal to produce the sound. It doesn't have any external power. Okay, it's a passive receiver. The crystal is the thing that is able to take the energy that's around you and filter it and turn it into the frequency needed. So let's say you have a certain type of of gemstone or crystal that naturally is able to take whatever energy is around it and filter it and turn it into a vibration that happens to be the vibration that is the best vibration for this part on your body. And then you put it next to that part of the body. Well, they will sympathize through sympathetic resonance and you get that part of the energy field resonating within the healthiest range. That's the idea. So you have these seven different chakra points that I like to go with. One is the crown, the top of your head. The second is your third eye. The third is your throat. The fourth is your heart. The fifth is your solar plexus. The sixth is your sacral, which is belly button. And then finally, the root chakra, which is basically your private area. And so there are all these different stones that are supposed to resonate best with each one. And I want to tell you what I did. I mentioned this before on a show. I went out and I bought a stone that exemplifies each one of these particular chakra points and i built a harness that i could wear i know this i this is really weird i'm not going to post a picture of this for a long time i know this sounds like some s&m stuff like i have a harness with some chains and i know but fine i have a headband and it's got the two uh, stones one for the crown and one for the third eye and then i have a little collar that i can snap on that has the one for the throat and then i have a chain that hangs down that aligns with the other chakras and uh so for example on the top of my head i have an amethyst in this harness and then over my third eye uh i have a purple fluorite which is supposed to be uh it's actually kind of a violet colored thing And um, I tell you what, when we come back from our break, I'll tell you about the other stones that I use to line things up. I just made this thing recently, and I'll tell you what my experiences have been, and I've got some interesting emails to read to you as well. I'm Joshua P. Warren. You're listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I will be right back. Don't go anywhere. There's more strange things coming right up. Are you ready to fight back against crime? Hi, guys. Nancy Grace here, host of podcast Crime Stories with Nancy Grace. I've dedicated my life to fighting crime and helping crime victims. For a decade, I prosecuted violent felonies, personally investigating, prosecuting, and covering literally thousands of cases. It's so easy to think it will never happen to me or my family, but that is simply not true. Every day on Crime Stories with Nancy Grace, we shine a light on unsolved homicides, heat up cold cases, and help find missing people, especially children. We speak with family members, investigators, CSI, reporters, and experts in every field. 
Every day is a mission. Every day is a chance to stop crime and keep one more person safe. Listen to Crime Stories with Nancy Grace on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. In the recent history of documentary filmmaking, one scene stands out above all. The hot mic bathroom confession of Robert Durst and the Jinx. Now the person responsible for that moment, Sereb Kaufman, stepson of the victim, friend of the murderer, star of the documentary, for the first time ever, shares why he believes you're watching the furthest thing from the truth on this exclusive episode of Murder Homes. Listen to Murder Homes on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Neil Strauss, host of the Tenderfoot TV true crime podcast, To Live and Die in L.A., I'm here to tell you about the new podcast I've been undercover investigating for the last year and a half. It's called To Die For. Here's a clip. All these girls were sent out into the world and they were told, try to meet important men, try to attach yourself to important men. The voice you're hearing is a Russian model agent telling me about spies sent out to seduce men with political power. The war in Ukraine is also being fought by all these girls that are all over important cities. For the first time, a military-trained seduction spy reveals how the Russian government turned sex and love into a deadly weapon. If you want to kill your target, it's easy. You just seduce him, take him somewhere, start having sex, and then he's very vulnerable so you can kill him easily. To Die For is available now. Listen for free on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The four. The Art Bell Vault has classic audio waiting for you now. Go to coasttocoastam.com for details. Hey folks, it's easier than ever to become a Coast to Coast AM insider and have access to past shows, the Art Bell Vault with classic audio and interviews, and so much more. And you can listen to the show live or on demand with your computer or cell phone, and the audio streams are high quality and crystal clear. It's easy to become an insider. Just head on over to coasttocoastam.com, the website, and you'll find all the info right there. That's coasttocoastam.com, coasttocoastam.com. And now back to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network and Strange Things. edition of Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. I am your host, Joshua P. Warren, and here are the stones I have used in this harness that I'm experimenting with. Again, I have an amethyst, a purple amethyst, on the crown of my head, purple fluorite over the third eye. 
I have a little collar for the throat chakra that has lapis lazuli, which is blue. And then there's a chain that hangs off that collar. And right over the heart, it has a green tourmaline. And then at the solar plexus, I have citrine, which is yellow. And by the way, that's a big one for me because I really like always feel stuff in my solar plexus when I feel good or I feel bad or whatever. It's all it's right there. It always hits me in the solar plexus for the sacral or around the belly button. I have carnelian, which is a brownish red stone, perhaps even a, a bit orangish. And then for the root chakra, which is around your private area, I have a fire agate. Oh, yeah, that's me, baby. Fire agate. Uh, they can appear in many different forms and colors. Mine, uh, my fire agate has a speckled kind of reddish pinkish color. And so what I will do is I'll put this thing on and I even sometimes use some magnets to sort of hold everything in place and I'll, I'll, Kick back with a little fountain bubbling, and I'll do the 30-second meditation. And I'm telling you, call me crazy. I don't care. I feel wonderful after a few minutes. Sometimes I'll just lay there for an hour and just let everything harmonize and balance. And as silly as it looks, um, you know, even Lauren, she put it on, and she goes, yeah, if this actually <laughs> this actually makes me feel so much better. So whenever I do this, whatever sort of, you know, pains or issues that because, you know, none of us are getting any younger, it, it just sort of melts away. And so I'm not suggesting that you go out and, and put together some harness like that. I mean, if you have a problem area of your body that you're trying to work on, though, take one of these stones that matches up to that area. Uh, you know, go, go find it, order it online, go to a gym store, whatever, buy a stone for that area and just tape it to your body. Just give it an hour and see what happens. Just see if after an hour you, it feels better or not, or if you feel better in general. Uh, there's no harm done in experimenting. Something else I want to point out here. And, uh, and of course I'll keep uh, you updated on, on my personal experiments. Ron Heath. The inventor of the DT meter, he has invented something new. He is creating these organ inserts that you can put in your hat. These are little pieces of plastic. And I want, I don't have time to get into what organ is on this edition of the show, but these are little inserts you put into your hat, which he says also help tremendously. He says these organ hat inserts energize the neurons in your brain with an awesome amount of organ that will help you achieve a feeling of well-being. They enhance your ability to relax, meditate, and think. And these hat inserts may also enhance psychic powers, especially telekinesis. This is brand new. Uh, if you want to check that out, he just listed these things. Go to eBay and go to Oregon Hat Insert. That's spelled O-R-G-O-N-E, O-R-G-O-N-E, Oregon Hat Insert. And I'm not getting paid or anything like that. That's not a commercial. I mean, I'm just telling you it's something else that may help. I mean, I've just got some of those and I'm doing my own experiments. Um, there are all these things that you can do to try to enhance your daily experience. And, uh, I get so much wonderful feedback. Uh, gosh, I have so many emails. Let me, okay. Let me just start with this one. I wish this show was two hours. Uh, this came to me from crystal in California. 
she was listening to episode 17 of this show about angels and demons. And she said, you really got me thinking when you brought up what we all know about demons feeding off our lower vibrations. But when you slipped in there that angels may be feeding off our higher vibration. Wow. I love it. Two sides of the same coin. Okay, time to get personal. You're going to love this. And then she went on to say that she'd been having a a tough, stressful time lately and not sleeping well. And her dog was also growling at something in the bedroom. So uh, she feared something negative was feeding off of her. She uh, said the next day she was working from home and, and again, listening to episode 17 And she said, quote, I was thinking I really need to up my vibration and attract the right being a positive, mutually beneficial relationship and make sure I get rid of that thing that's been bugging me. So I started smiling, raising my vibration, thinking I wanted to attract a high vibration being and being happy. When I was done for the day, I got some sea salt and started sprinkling it everywhere in my room, even under the bed, under the bedspread, and on both sides of the pillow. Now, with the bad pests dealt with and my vibration raised, my hope was for attracting a being of high vibration. I really needed to take a nap. What happened next was amazing. My neck was stiff and hurting from hunching over working. So I put the heating pad partly on my pillow so it would be on my neck as I napped. And then I laid down to take my nap. And as I laid there, I felt this strong, strange energy around my neck, like strong pins and needles. And then it turned into a lovely neck massage. Yes, I was getting a really good neck massage from an invisible being. And it kept going until I fell asleep. I slept so deeply that when I woke up, I thought it was morning. It took me a little while to remember I was just taking a nap. As I laid there thinking, I had some good ideas to improve my eBay business. And with a smile and a giggle, I got up and I got to work. And the rest of my day was just great. I kept my vibration high and good stuff kept happening amazing i hope this continues i think meditating on smiling may be a good idea and again that's from crystal thank you crystal and you are absolutely right there's a chapter in my book use the force which is called the magic of smiling and it's all about that being one of the simplest things you can do Of course, you'll find the icon for that book. Uh, You can click it on my homepage. Uh, How about that? You believe that an invisible being gave a massage? Now, that is a very positive email. And I have a whole long list of like really, really positive emails here that I I would like to read to you. But how about something that's kind of (laughs) spooky? This one just kind of made me laugh. So uh, I got an email from a lady who listens to this show a lot. Uh, her name is Heather. And she contacted me um, because she was first bringing up the devil's toy box, which is 
Uh, you know, I, I've talked about this on an earlier show. It is basically a cube. It's made of six mirrors that are all turned inward. And by doing that, you create some kind of an antenna. And when, when you hook up a, a microphone to it, you get all these really creepy sounds that are often like growling and maybe sound. Well, I don't want to go so far as demonic, but possibly very scary stuff. So she was talking to me about this in, in the email and she said, listen to this folks. She goes, when I was a kid, my grandparents had the scariest bathroom ever. My grandfather was a great carpenter and home builder. He built the home with grandma's bathroom of massive inward facing mirrors. Holy crap. It was infinity times infinity and scary as hell. Across from that bathroom was grandpa's office. It was only one step down from grandma's bathroom. It had huge oil paintings of hyper-realistic, sad clowns. I kid you not, Joshua, this was real. The rest of the house was all Bibles and prayer and hell and damnation. Thankfully, my other grandparents were much more of the happy-go-lucky type. <laughs> and that's from Heather. Yeah. Yeah, that sounds like a pretty spooky environment uh for for the grandparents' house, doesn't it? <laughs> oh man. Okay, on on the next show I'll read you more uh, emails uh but look, I got to run here. Uh we're running out of time. I'm going to play for you the good fortune tone because it's kind of like a meditation, a 20 second meditation on its own. Take a deep breath. Listen to it. Some people put a beverage in front of it and charge it and then listen. And then later they drink the beverage. Here it is. The good fortune tone. That's it for this edition of the show. Follow me on Twitter at Joshua P. Warren. Plus, visit JoshuaPWarren.com to sign up for my free e-newsletter to receive a free instant gift and check out the cool stuff in the Curiosity Shop all at JoshuaPWarren.com. I have a fun one lined up for you next time, I promise. So please tell all your friends to subscribe to this show and to always remember the golden rule. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your interest and support. Thank you for staying curious. And I will talk to you again soon. You've been listening to Strange Things on the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network. Well, if you like this episode of Strange Things, wait until you hear the next one. Thank you for listening to the iHeartRadio and Coast to Coast AM Paranormal Podcast Network.